As you're listening to me, Daisy, Apple's iPhone disassembly robot, is dismantling an iPhone into lots of recyclable parts. That's how Apple recovers more materials than conventional recycling methods. Thanks, Daisy. There's more to iPhone. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. This is a podcast from The Times, sports newspaper of the year. Welcome to the Games, and I can't believe it's already the middle weekend of the Olympics. I'm Chris Skinner, still trying to get my head around an incredible Friday at London 2012. In this edition, I'm going to try and help us work out just how well Jess Ennis is placed, and whether Usain Bolt or Johan Blake will make the headlines on Sunday night. Also, Craig Law is going to wrap things up from the pool, and Alison Rudd is going to tell us if Lewis Smith can win gymnastics gold. You've been joining in by tweeting us using the hashtag MyOlympics. And John McKenzie said, saw a picture of Brad Wiggins on a discarded newspaper halfway around my run, was going to give up and didn't. That's the spirit. Well done, John. So let's find out what happened last night with Becky Adlington. Craig Lord joins me now. Craig, I want to start with Becky Adlington. Uh, it, It just seemed that she got swum out of it by an incredibly quick American. She did. I mean, you know, uh, if we look four years ago, this is what happens in, at the Olympics. You know, Becky did to uh, two other people in two events four years ago what this young American did to Becky today. You know, and uh, and that's uh, that's what happened in Olympic history. It wasn't like Adlington was really slow or anything. She was on an eight twenty. It's a very world class time. She got a bronze medal. Two of them this four years on from two golds. Four medals for a British swimmer 12 years after we got nothing the whole team got nothing in Sydney so you know it's an amazing achievement uh, but she got swum out by a 15 year old uh, on a high it was her moment Uh, those uh, tears from her bittersweet tears or more one way than the other I, you know, I interpret that as, you know, she's so passionate, Rebecca, about everything she's done. She's worked so very hard. And I think those tears that we saw were, she acknowledged the crowd and they, she broke down all the more when the crowd really roared and they shouted, Becky, Becky, <laughs> Becky. That was after the race. And I think what we were seeing there was her feeling like she let people down, uh, which, of course, we don't want her to feel <laughs> as a nation. And, yeah. and the crowd showed that appreciation, I think, uh, that, that she'd given it her all. And her all on the day was good enough for bronze. Uh, will she be back 2016? I think well, she came into these games saying if she really felt she had not done justice to what she felt she was capable of, then she would be more minded after taking a rest and going off to do some other stuff now, you know, late summer, early autumn, to come back and maybe think that um, it will be worth going on. Um, But she really hasn't decided whether that, that will be the case or whether she'll just call it quits. Now, your time at the swimming pool is almost finished, certainly for the swimming anyway. Um, yeah. Four finals tomorrow. What are the British prospects? 
We've got Fran Halsell. That's her last chance of a, of a medal swim in the 50 metres freestyle. Um, she's fifth going into the final, um, but on a 50 metres freestyle, you know, half her hand is what decides first two six yeah. uh, sometimes. So uh, she's in with a shout. I mean, I, I don't think um, many are going to get uh, closer to Renomi Cromwell Vijojo, the, uh, the, the the Dutch woman with a wonderful name. Well pronounced, um, yeah. And, <laughs> um, and 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 she she's way out in front, but uh, between second and well the, the end of the final, basically, any one of those seven women could get a medal. So it you know she gets it right on the day. On paper, she's second fastest in the world this year. So it's up to her. Athletics correspondent Rick Broadbent joins me now. Uh, Rick. A fantastic day yesterday for Jessica Ennis. Three more events today. They're not necessarily her strongest. How do you fit, how do you see it going? Um, I think she's going to win a gold medal. Um, <laughs> basically, um, unless she has a disaster somewhere, which is feasible in the heptathlon because it, it is fraught with dangers. Um, largely, I mean, she, she has the long jump and the javelin coming up, which are two events that she has struggled at. Um, at major events in the past but I think she's so far ahead of the main rivals that um, you know she, she's got daylight um, she, she should win by a distance really um, she, she might get a new British record here as well she might even get over a 7,000 point barrier which um, is a favourable sort of mark in the heptathlon I don't want to put the kiss of death on her but it's um, <laughs> It's looking immensely good. I mean, it's partly her, but it's partly um, her big rivals aren't living up to their billing, are they? Yeah, yeah, no, that, that is true. Um, Antalya Dubrinska, the Olympic champion, Tatiana Chinova, the world champion. We thought those two would be the main rivals, and they are a long way behind her. Um, you know, it really is... Um, it's hard to see them getting back into it. Yeah, and a nice sneak preview at Johnson Thompson as well. She looks like she's going to be a mean athlete in years to come. Yes, yeah, definitely. You know, she's, um, I mean, she's, she had a real smile on her face all the way through. Um, you know, it was a joy to watch her, really. Um, she's the, the one that people believe will go on and be as good as Ennis, if not better. Now, you've, you've called gold on Ennis. Uh, what about mm. Mo Farah? 10,000 metres. What's going to um, happen? I don't know <laughs> in that one. That's, that's a tricky one. Um, certainly, it's um, a lot more complicated for him than it is for Jess. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of people in that race who could beat Mo. Um, I mean, he is on paper um, probably the best distance runner in the world at the moment. But um, it'll be tactical. Uh, the Kenyans and the Ethiopians might work together yeah, to try and yeah. conspire against him. You've got Kenanisa Bekele in that race, you know, one of the greatest runners of all time, who we're not quite sure whether he's at top form or not, but he, he's coming back and can never be ridden off. So it's going to be an amazing race, that one, and he's got his work cut out. I think if he gets that, and that's going to come on uh, in the same hour as, as Jeff hopefully wins her gold, it'll be one of the best hours we've ever seen in a in British athletics that's for sure a quick mention for Yamil Aldama um, who has an amazing backstory I saw her qualify uh, yesterday uh, t- tell me a little bit about her uh, it is an amazing story I mean she's she's pushing 40 um, she's been one of the people who's attracted some of these negative headlines about so-called plastic Brits um, because she was born in Cuba um, she left Cuba because she wanted to marry um, a Scotsman um, so she came to England. Her kids have grown up in England. She's coached in England. Um, she's been here for over a decade. 
but she did then go and compete for Sudan because her husband became embroiled in a, a legal case. He was um, convicted of um, drug offences, quite serious ones, so he spent some time in jail. That delayed her getting her British passport, but she stuck by him. For, you know, for better or for worse, and um, I mean, she is as lovely a person as you'll, you'll ever wish to meet. And I think she's pretty inspirational in that she's doing it for uh, the forty-somethings. She's, she's not a mug even at her age. I mean, I think it would be a tremendous story if she uh, if she came through. She's certainly one to watch. And uh, we, we, I guess, we have to mention this small other race that's happening. It's it's quite short. It only takes place over a hundred meters, but I believe it's quite popular. It won't take long. I think you'll miss it. First time we see. Uh, yeah, uh, Usain Bolt, Johan Blake tomorrow. There's a, you know, still a um, slight conspiracy series going on surrounding Bolt. We wonder what his injury is really like because he has had a problem. But um, you never write, you never write Bolt off, and you would never bet against him unless you're, um, well unless you're uh, laying it off somewhere else, I think. Well, you, you say that, but about a month ago, I put my money on Blake. Was I a fool yep. to do so? No, no, you're not a fool. I mean, uh, I think it's even. I really do. It's, it's a really hard one to call. I mean, we'll know more when we see him than run the, the heats, although, you know, knowing those two, they'll cruise through and just yep. uh, keep a lot in reserve. Bolt hasn't been quite the runner he was three years ago when he set the world record um, again, the year after he set it in Beijing, which we all remember. Um, so he's had um, a couple of reasonably fallow years for him. Um, false started out of the World Championship 100 metres final last year. Hence, um, Blake is now the World Champion. So there's, uh, there's a lot riding on it for Bolt. I mean, he's, um, his, his reputation, you could never say it's been tarnished in any way, but certainly Blake is um, a coming force and um, it, it will be close, I think. It won't be, um, I don't think it'll be showboating at this one. I'm joined now by Alison Rudd. Alison, on Sunday, Lewis Smith aims to improve on his bronze medal in the pommel. Um, you'll be there. Do you rate his chances? I rate them very highly indeed. Um, definitely. I mean, Lewis Smith is a man that should be incredibly proud of himself. He, he, he broke the mould when he won bronze in Beijing. In the four years subsequently, he has perfected the pommel. Um, he always knew. He always knew what he was aiming for. Um, he's looking very good in qualification. Uh, the best score. There's no reason at all to assume that he would he would muck it up on the, on the big the big stage. So I mean, I don't want to jinx it. <laughs> I'd be really surprised if he didn't take gold. If we've now got this raft of young men coming through, and I suspect also we will see on Monday uh, Christian Thomas if he nails it his vault, which. He learned in January, it's difficult, uh, it's called a double pike. Um, he fell, he fell in the team event, which was, which was sad, but he said, you know, yeah. you know what, all I, need to, all I need to do is make sure I get it right the next time. So, I mean, we might get two, two medals from the men, and Beth Treadle, I think, will get a medal there, possibly gold as well. And I cannot, cannot overstate how, how, what sort of leap that represents yeah. in terms of the sport. Now, I, I love your enthusiasm, Alison. I mean, but I have a friend who travels the world watching the sport, and she, she worries about Lewis Smith in particular, about the attitude. Does he really have gold medal mentality, do you think? Yes, I do. Um, I, I, oh, it's so... It's, Yes, I do. I mean, it's it, because is she worried because he cried after the team? No, it was before. I think if anything, she thinks um, it, it, he's a bit flash at times. Oh no, I would say the opposite. I think he will. He could be very flash. He's a good-looking chap and he's intelligent and he wants a career in the Killer media. Killer haircut. And he likes haircuts. And he's got an eye to what he will do post gymnastics. 
um, and I think we, we're, we're quite terrible, really. I think if we if we if we see a sports person who thinks beyond their sport, we assume they're not totally entrenched and focused, and they can't possibly be winners. I mean, that is not true. He he's he's clever enough to know he's not going to have that career in the media unless he's won a gold. People really <laughs> only want you presenting programmes on the telly because you've got the word gold in the middle of your name. Uh, finally, um, this is obviously a, a bright new area for British gymnastics. Is, is, is it purely about the money? Is there any other explanation? It's, if, you find, if you find the key, as they did with, with Lewis, and you work out what you did right there, then... Um, you, you replicate it and refine it. So it's not just about money. It's, it's, I think more important is the publicity, the fact that I think these boys have made gymnastics look yeah. cool. And they, you know, well, what they seem to be very good at is taking young lads who are a bit hyper or, or clumsy. One of the yeah. two. That's, that's a common denominator. They're either hyper or they're clumsy, and the parents don't know what to do with them. And they go to these gyms, which sound like fantastic places. All the gyms these lads attended were very, uh, you know, friendly and uh, saw potential in them and embraced them and encouraged them to travel young and see what competition was all about. Um, that's what it's about. It's about the sport, knowing at grassroots how to how to spot talent and encourage it and, and be friendly at the same time. Uh, Alison, thanks so much. Enjoy it. Thank you. Some more of your thoughts using the MyOlympics hashtag in Twitter. Patrick says, I'm getting a bit emotional. I've had such a fantastic day. Also drunk on pink champagne. That's Olympic spirit, Patrick. Moda Komoda says, archery, athletics, beach volleyball, diving, football, swimming, table tennis, tennis, volleyball. I know what he's thinking. There aren't enough TV screens to cope with everything that's happening right now. Please send your own Olympic thoughts over and we'll read as many as we can on Monday's programme. If you aren't yet a Times subscriber, what are you doing? Go to timespacks.co.uk. There are loads of great offers that suit your reading habits. And if you have the Times iPad app, you can see amazing pictures to accompany this. You can also get the programme as an MP3 via iTunes. Just search Games Podcast podcast in the iTunes store. Our next show will be with you tomorrow morning. The Times iPad edition updates at 5am, 5pm and 10.30pm every day of the game so you can catch up with everything that's happening. Enjoy a fantastic weekend ahead of us. Goodbye. As you're listening to me, Daisy, Apple's iPhone disassembly robot is dismantling an iPhone into lots of recyclable parts. That's how Apple recovers more materials than conventional recycling methods. Thanks, Daisy. There's more to iPhone. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.